All right, we are back. Take two. 2018 fantasy draft is in the books. We got uh got an exciting year ahead of us, man. Welcome back. How are you feeling? Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling fantastic. That first take got me even more hype for this second take, and we coming to you live, baby. We live. Absolutely. All right. So uh, here's the way the rankings are going to work this year. We asked the we asked our our previous champs. So uh, starting it was Timmy, Brad, uh, Drama, me, and Tron. We all went through, uh, did what we're going to call it, the champion ranking, ranked all the teams from 1 to 12, 12 to 1, made sure to keep it anonymous, you know, didn't want uh, each other's opinions influencing too much. And then they all submitted it to me. I just averaged them up. So if somebody got a 1 and a 12, uh, their composite ranking would then be 6.5. So just kind of did it that way. Um, yeah, man. So we'll, we'll jump right into it. We got... Starting, we're gonna go. We're gonna start at twelve, work our way up to one, and uh, review their draft teams a little bit. Then we'll also, uh, we a couple teams submitted uh, an audio review of their own team, so we'll we'll edit that in later. Uh, but number twelve, he's gonna be rookie of the year. I can feel it. We got Phil coming out of the five spot. Uh, he started his draft with Ezekiel Elliott, AJ Green in the second, Allen Robinson in the third. And Drew Brees in the fourth. Spence, what do you think about his team? Yeah, um, this team actually ranked at 11. His first year in, uh, Timmy Mind fucked him a little bit on some players to get. Uh, he started off well. I don't like Zeke, but I feel like as a, at that spot, that's a you know top tier pick. Not a fan of AJ Green, but he still has the talent. It's just whether the Bengals can get it done or not. Big question mark with AR15. Uh, new new defense, new team. Are they going to click? Is this offense for him? Is, it, can he get back to his old form with that first shitty year that the Jags had when he was cleaning up in garbage time? I don't know. But I don't know. I had Bill's team ranked at the bottom of the barrel. Um, changes can be made. I can be proven wrong during the year. But that's where I have him now. All right. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, hey, and by the way, sometimes when you get loud, there's like some some static feedback okay. on the mic. On the microphone? Okay. Okay. So I want okay. you to be loud, but uh, maybe, I don't know if you're too close to it or something. How's this sound? This better? Yeah, that's crystal clear. All right. All right. Cool. All right. Yeah. So with Bill's team, I actually like Zeke. Uh, I'm pretty excited about it. I mean, the Cowboys have nothing else, no other options. So they got to go through him. If he just, if he gets some more catches, a, a ton of upside there. Uh, and then, AJ Green, not the sexiest pick at this point in his career. You know, he's he's almost thirty, might be thirty, and but the dude just still puts up stats. Uh, I think what you know, agreeing with you, Allen Robinson's going to be a big question mark. Um, really, only had that one great year, and then other than that, he's he's got some holes to fill just with the the second receiver spot and the flex spot. So it's going to be interesting. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I definitely, I don't think, I don't see him finishing in last place, you know, just because he's got some solid pieces, but he's for sure got some work to do. All right. Absolutely. Moving on. The 11 spot. This one's a little bit of a surprise for uh, some of the listeners out there. Spence. Hashtag still vegan. 
11 is disrespectful. And let me just touch on the fact that you guys are ranking with the past champions, and honestly, you're the only one that deserves to be in there currently. I don't give a fuck what you did three, four, five years ago, even two years ago. There has been, and none of those players made the fucking champion, made the playoffs last year, so their opinions don't matter. There has been, and they're looking in the past. You analyze my team. I got Saquon Barkley, rookie running back that's coming in with Pat Shermer. Look what he did last year with Dalvin Cook. With the weapons that he has around him, the improvement of the offensive line, they are going to come out there and eat. I took Rob Gronkowski in the second because I like him better than everybody else that was taken in the second, and I think that gives me a clear-cut advantage at tight end because the drop-off at tight end is extremely big. I went with Fitz over my second choice, which would have been Jarvis Landry. I think that Fitz going out as his last year, this very clear-cut last year, it's a contract year for him. So he wants to go out with a bang. He doesn't want to go out leaving anything else out there. My only question for him is, is can his body hold up? Going back, A-Rod is going to go off the number one quarterback at that time. I think that was a solid pick. Deion Lewis is a PPR monster. They're getting new coaching staff in there. They're going to up that offense, just like Sean McVay did to the Rams. Uh, Marquise Goodwin, I think that's going to be a very good sleeper pick. We saw what Sean McVay – oh, I'm sorry. We saw what Kyle Shanahan can do with receivers and the offense in Atlanta, and we saw what happens without them. Second year under his belt – some time in the offseason with Jimmy Garoppolo, you see the connection that they have with him and Goodwin. I think that's going to be a very good pick come late in the year. Jameson Crowder's his time. Either he's going to do it or he's not. I don't know. Um, and Sterling Shepard, my, my, my weakness is my flex. I don't know what you're going to get out of Sterling Shepard or Goodwin, but I think that Sterling Shepard can have that type of year that Randall Cobb had his rookie year where he's under the radar. Nobody's paying attention to him because he's probably their third best option, maybe even fourth with Evan Ingram out there. He's just going to find the open spot. And as long as everybody else is eating, Stone and Shepard is just going to go under the radar. So I think that's going to be good for me. So I don't, I don't, I don't understand how I can be 11. I just really do not understand. I think yeah, the sir. thing yeah, – yeah, I'm here. I think the thing that, that jumps out uh, that jumps out about your team is definitely the, the receiver weakness in a league that needs you to be strong at receivers. I mean, Larry Fitz is solid. Uh, for all we know, he's just going to keep putting up, you know, 200 point years or, or top 10 finishes. I mean, uh, but like you said, Marquise Goodwin, a lot of upside, man, but at the same point, he's never done anything. I will say, uh, gotta be the worst pick of the draft with David and Joku, not because of the player he is. I think he's great, but like you said, Gronk gives you a huge advantage at tight end and you got him. And David Joku has the same bye week. So even if you play Gronk every single week, they, they're both going to be on bye the same week. So what was, uh, I guess, what was your thought process around that? Um, so going, look, looking at who else I would have taken at that time. So if it's in 10th round, we're going to the left. Maybe I, I, I thought about Tom Montgomery, but you can start a tight end in the flex. You can start a tight end in the flex. We're, 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 this is a new new age, okay? The quarterback that Cleveland has, I think it bodes very well for Jarvis Landry and David Njoku. So maybe, I mean, the 10th round, maybe, maybe it was a bad pick. Maybe it was a Cole Beasley pick of this year. But 
I think that he has a lot of upside, and I think that he's going to get that, that relief that those small quarterbacks like to dump off to. Those small and younger quarterbacks that Baker Mayfield gets in there, I I, I just think that the 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 short, quick route type guys, which he will be in that offense, is going to go well. So, I mean, yeah, I I do I do like the Deion Lewis pick. I was actually in the fifth round. I was between him and Royce Freeman. I was three spots ahead of you. Um, it was was almost took Deion. I I took Royce because I thought Deion had a better chance of making it back, but then you snapped him up. So, I mean, I think he's going to be the better one than Derrick Henry in that, that team. I do too, but so back to the, the Njoku pick in the 10th. Nobody else I pick after that is going to start, so how is that such a bad pick, like, for just to see what he does the first couple of weeks? Because I think that's going to be, you know, a new offense that we're going to see. And Ronald Jones, not high on him. I've been reading bad reports. James Conner, Bilal Powell, maybe Tom Montgomery? I don't know. I don't know. That's why I had my board. I went and go. I went and got him. Hey, I like it. Stick to your guns. Well, you got uh, got a lot of people to prove wrong. Who are you playing week one? Huh? No, that'll, that'll be a good <laughs> one. Fifty bucks in my pocket. Holler at me. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll get to his team very soon, very shortly. So, uh, number ten, coming out of the two spot. This one, you know, I, looking at his team actually now the. The ranking surprises me. Um, dog. So he started with Todd Gurley, Devonta Freeman, Adam Thielen, Russell Wilson, and then Corey Davis in the fifth. What do you think about his team? I have dog ranked eight. Um, not a big fan of Devonta Freeman. I think that Todd Gurley was that pick that is a good reason. It's a good thing. Stayed away from it's just hard to to replicate the type of year that he had um, last year. So while those are his strong points, I also think it's a questionable mark uh, for him going into the season. And I do not like his receivers. I'm not sold on Corey Davis. I don't know why so many people are high on him. Um, Adam Thielen had a had a little little setback. He may be fine, but you know you never like to see your receivers with injuries. Sammy Watkins is terrible. That's, his flex is, is a very weak position along with tight end because Delaney Walker always has something going on with his foot. Like he has like gangrene or something in his foot. It's disgusting. He looks like that type of guy. Um, and Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson is a strong point. So all in all, I had him ranked eighth uh, right outside of the playoff hunt. Um, but damn, I, I, I cannot believe that the, that the so-called – Gods of this league, the demigods of this league had him ranked ahead of me. But hey, <laughs> well, we'll see. Uh, all right, yeah, what I, got do you think? Else, I got nothing else to add. I'm kind of the, the the same thing with Corey Davis. It's like everyone is expecting this great year from him, but like it's a lot more likely that he isn't that great. So I, I don't know. It's it's pretty high for like a guy who's not really proven anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially when, I mean, Rashard Matthews, somebody on his team who's had like a lot of decent years, went six rounds later. So we'll see what happens there. I'm not definitely not crazy about it. Um, all right, nine. Your uh, your week one opponent out of drafted from the ten spot, traded back there. Good afternoon, Kurt. Good morning, whatever time it is there. I am here to review 
my team. I uh, I love it. You know, I think uh, my uncertain pick is going to be Demarius Thomas, but I think with Case Keenum, you know, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a good year in Denver. I think Lamar Miller was a steal. You know, he pretty much runs that backfield. I think with Deshaun Watson, it'll open up some holes for him. And then I got Tyler Eifert in uh, in free agency. I think uh, this could be his bounce back year. Seems healthy after watching the preseason game. Uh, you know, one of the worst, I guess, overall picks is not a pick in particular, but you know, next year I think Pross and Spence should just be on auto draft if they're going to let a computer pick their players for them. You know, best available. I don't really think it worked out for either one of them anyway. But uh, I'm liking the team, Kurt. You know, we'll see who I pick up as a quarterback. You know, uh, I think we both agree you can stream them all year. And uh, let's get going. Going to start the season 1-0, playing Spence. Terrible team. I would like to I would like to add, you know, I got uh, Cameron Meredith. I think it's going to be a good pick late. Christian Kirk looks like the number two wide receiver in Arizona. We'll see how he does. Uh, and then, you know, Brad. I just want to add in, he is a douchebag. Um, you know, taking players just to spite someone, stealing people's teams' names, taking two quarterbacks. It's, it's going to be a rough year for him. He, you know, his team looks pretty shitty, and uh, it's just going to be a down year for the Claws. You know, I don't think his heart was in it. I've heard it from a few people, and uh, he's just a faggot. Uh, Tron started with Kareem Hunt, then went Keenan Allen in the second. Demarius in the third, Jordan Howard in the fourth, and then Lamar Miller in the fifth. What do you think about it? That's exactly where I had him ranked, right behind Dog um, in my rankings. I had him, I had him ranked ninth. Um, I think he really got fucked not being able to get CMC like he wanted. But I do like Keenan Allen. I, I'm less high on Kareem Hunt. Um, he just never. He's he just one of those guys that just. He would scare me going into the week until like the third quarter. He's like, you know, he's the type of guy that can get like zero points and then blow up in the third quarter. I just, I don't know. Maybe the new coach or, or maybe the new quarterback will, will be better for him, but uh, he, he is a top-tier running back. I just, I'm not high on him, if, if you know what I mean. Travis Kim, um, I'm sorry. Um, Demetrius Thomas, hate him. Hate him. Jordan Howard, eh. Kind of. Kind of the same way I feel about Kareem Hunt. He's a poor man's Kareem Hunt to me. I just, I just, I'm really not sold on him. Fucking hate Lamar Miller. Crabtree, Crabtree's past his prime. Pierre Garcon's the number two receiver on that team. Jordy Nelson's trash. Uh, yeah, I, I, I really, not high on the teams. Ninth spot. Pretty average. Pretty bland. Yeah, so I had his, I had his team ranked higher. Um, I, I actually do like his running backs. I like Kareem Hunt. Uh, I think, you know, the people who went ahead of him definitely deserve to go ahead of him. But like back back into the first round is definitely where he should go. Um, And I think that the fact that they cut Sharkandrick West has got to be a good sign. It means he could be playing more on third down just just getting more catches. Um, Keenan Allen, I love. I think that that's a steal getting him that like in the second round. I think Keenan Allen could arguably go before like Julio or Michael Thomas, some of those guys. So. Um, Demarius, I think is the one it, it's just, I did it last year. It's like, you think it's a safe pick and it kind of is, but there's just no hashtag upside. There's just no upside there. Like he, 
he'll just go out there, like get a couple catches. At this point in his career, he's not that explosive. Um, they got uh, from the sounds of it, it seems like Manny Sanders is going to be playing out of the slot, which I think just makes makes life easier on the receiver to be playing out of the slot. So I don't know. His his second receiver spot's definitely definitely a weak spot. Um, I I mean, I'm excited about Jordan Howard. I think the bears are going to be better. And like Jordan Howard did, he's had a thousand yards his first year. So uh, he could have like a good year. I think he could have a top 10 year for sure. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Lamar Miller. It's questionable. Yeah. Especially with some of the receivers that were going around there, but um, you know, like he could have got, let's see, second, third. Yeah. He could have got Tyree kill instead. So, um, but yeah, then Lamar Miller. I mean, he's he's like the he's kind of like the Demarius Thomas of running backs. Like a running back, yeah. Out, yeah, he's just gonna go out there. He's gonna start. It's gonna be kind of uninspiring. Um, so we'll see. I think it, it, it could go either way. Like this is a team that could could def, it's kind of middle of the pack. But if, if a couple things break his way, you know, like if uh, Pierre Garcon has like a great year, then or Jordy Nelson, you know, one of them, or maybe even like Cameron Meredith. Like if one of these guys turns out to be good, I could see him having a top team. But then if one of these guys gets hurt, like the season just kind of goes down the tube. So yeah, I'm sure you can say that about everybody, but right, I definitely correct, think he, definitely think it's higher than nine. Um, all right. Well, and then next week we'll get into uh, the actual matchups prior. So we'll, we'll break that down a little bit more. Um, all right. On to... Number eight, the man that Tron is very mad at right now, out of the 11 spot, Brad, the new run CMC. So he started with Julio in the first, CMC in the second, McKinnon in the third, uh, Brandon Cooks fourth, and then Derrick Henry fifth. What do you think about the squad? I have four letters for my notes for Brad. <laughs> I hate this team. I fucking hate this team, dude. It looking at the lineup, Julio is past his prime. He's not a first round pick anymore. Sorry. He's not. Especially with the coach that he has. Sarkeesian sucks. He doesn't know how to get his number one receiver involved more. He doesn't know how to get his running backs involved. Julio's not a first round pick. Christian McCaffrey is. So I, I, I do like Christian McCaffrey. Not sold on Drake McKinnon. Not sold at all on him. He's not big enough to take the take the, the load that everybody thinks that he's going to take. Yeah. Um, and, and Brandon Cooks is not a PPR-type receiver. And in that offense, I think he's going to be terrible for fantasy. You look at any other place that he was, he was pretty much, you know, the, the top-tier, like, deep option, you know? Like, or or he was, he was, he was the, the fastest receiver. He's, like, buried under so many other players, Cooper Cup, Todd Gurley, um, Robert Woods, it's going to be hard for him to get the ball. And, I mean, when he does get the ball, it's going to be a, a home run. But I, I'm not he, – he can go plenty of games with single-digit points, I think. Um, Derrick Henry, I think I got the better end of that. No, with Brandon Cooks, like you said, single-digit points, I could see him putting up zeros. Like, I mean, I'm sure, the like, they'll use him well, but – like you said, there's so many other options in that offense, and if you just have him 
you know, running deep, taking taking away a safety, then I mean, Cooper Cup's one on one, like Woods one on one. You got Gurley coming of the backfield. It's there's gonna be a lot of games where he's just a decoy. Yeah, I I agree. I hate Cooks and uh, I hate Derrick Henry. I I don't I don't think that I think he's going to be that same type uh, boomer bust. He gives you a long run and you know maybe 75 solid yards a game, and that'll be that. I, I don't I don't like Devin Funches. I think he's He'll be a uh, he'll lose his spot to the number one spot to DJ Moore as the, as the year goes along. Evan Ingram, um, I like him with the Giants, but again, a lot of options on that team. Uh, don't know if he's going to get the volume that, it, that, they, that he's going to uh, that he's going to need to be a, 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 a solid fantasy production. Yeah, not not crazy about Funches or. Uh... Or Ingram. I mean, even just having having two people on the Panthers, like the Panthers are good, but I don't see them scoring like being a high scoring team. So I think that just kind of limits limits what can happen there. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, just kind of kind of another middle of the pack team. Uh, he took Adrian Peterson later on. I'm not sure what he's got left, but uh, yeah. And then to Derrick Henry, you know, I definitely would still rather have Deion Lewis. I mean, Henry's going to be the first down guy, first and second down down guy and then you got uh Lewis catching passes which is what you want out of your running back in PPR so we'll see I will say though just kind of kind of a sucker move taking uh taking McCaffrey and then changing the name that's pretty pretty funny that was pretty awesome (laughs) you like it yeah yeah I I like that a lot but I I had Brad rank dead fast Behind Bill, yeah, one hundred percent. Brad had a he had a wide range. Uh, got to for got to keep it anonymous, but he had the highest he was ranked was second. The lowest he was ranked was twelfth. So people out there agree with you. <laughs> you guys should be ashamed of yourself to look at his team and any one of you guys rank him second. That is fucking ridiculous. Ooh. Okay. On to the next one. Who's next? All right. On to number seven. This I think this has got to be the most uh, anticipated team of the season. We got first pick in the draft. Yeah, so I think that uh, my team is built for the long run. Like right now, it may not seem that strong. However, I think that David Johnson can carry me and Joe Mixon and T.Y., if luck is healthy, can carry me back to uh, – carry me to at least like two and two, three and one over the first four games when uh, Mark Ingram and Julian Edelman comes back. Um, and then when they come back, I, there's no one fucking with me. Like my team is stacked. And then also, Jordan Reed is a huge wild card. If he's healthy, he's a top three tight end. He's the Redskins' number one option. So I have a lot, a lot of upside on my team. Uh, the only right now, it looks like that. I'm, it looks like I'm thin at wide receiver, which because all all I have is Ty, and his Ty is. If Lux not healthy, he's he's ass. But if Lux healthy, he's a top twelve. He's a wide receiver one. Um, I also think that Juju, 
uh, will get a lot of targets out of the slot. I think that he is going to be huge for uh, Big Ben. He won't be consistent like Edelman will be when he comes back, but he he will have he'll get in those four games before they come back. He'll get at least two big games out of that. Um, and I also have some sleepers on my bench that I'm that I'm excited about. Rashad Matthews is Mariota's most trusted option. So people forget about that. He has over 1,700 yards over the last two years. So he'll have a big week or two within those four weeks. Um, and then I have uh, Allison, Geronimo Allison, who is having a really good camp. So he has a lot of upside. Ty Montgomery, man. Ty Montgomery. Spence, you know about Ty Montgomery before he got injured last year. So I think he's going to be good. A sleeper pick. So, And then Cam Newton is going to be a top three quarterback as well. So I like my team. Um, I like my team. I'm iffy on my team. I mean, I'm not iffy, but I'm, I think my team's a 500 team right now, middle of the pack. But when Edelman and and uh, Ingram comes back, I'll have a little bit mix of consistency with players that have huge upside. So watch out. Sucks. So hmm. that's 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 right where I had him. <laughs> you and him ranked neck and neck, six and seven. Yeah. So he's coming in at seven. Uh, yeah, seven. Uh, dropped down to one spot. Took David Johnson first. Joe Mixon second. T.Y. Hilton third. Uh, Juju fourth, and then uh, Ingram fifth and Edelman sixth. So highlighting those two picks is they're both his fifth and sixth round picks are both suspended uh, till the end of the season. Um, this this seems weird. When I when I was ranking it, like there would be days where I would look at it and be like, okay, you know, that's that's kind of exciting. Like he's got a got a strong core. And then other days I look at it, I'm just like, man, they suck. Like, what do you, what yeah. do you think of uh? Well, well, what do you think of it overall? But specifically, what do you think of taking DJ at one? Uh, I love I love the DJ at one pick. Um, I think he's he's going to come back so fucking hard. Uh, the only person that he's going to come up short to is Saquon Barkley. Um, I love that pick. Uh, I don't like Joe Mixon. I don't like Joe Mixon at all. Because I just don't like – everybody's so high on him, but he really hasn't had, like, that 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 nasty game that I, – I don't know, like, that, that just elite-type game to put him over the top. I, I don't – I don't know how to explain it. It's just it's just very bland. And then to put him on the Bengals, I don't I don't I don't see him being a starting running back in fantasy come the end of the year. I don't know what to say about T. Y. Um, he's he's like a, I think he's due for a good season. How was he last year? Did he shit the bed last year? And the year before he and the year before that he was good. Um, so he might be due for a good season this year. Yeah, it's just the type of player that he is. It all depends on Andrew Luck a lot. Um, don't know what you're gonna. Uh, I don't know if he's fully back. And uh, Juju, I saw a lot of drops out of him in the preseason. Hopefully, he got that out. But you know, Antonio Brown getting older, 
I think that Juju steps up this year um, if if he can handle that pressure. Didn't see him in the work and didn't see him in the weight room a lot this summer. He was dancing a lot, you know. So <laughs> I don't know how that's gonna play out for him. Yeah, I think Juju's to me is like one of those guys who I think he's he's better for actual football than he is for fantasy, at least like right now in his career. Um, I mean, fourth is pretty high, I think, to be taking him uh, or fourth round. So I don't know. I like the T.Y. Hilton pick, especially starting running back, running back, you know, with Andrew Luck back, he's, he's the type of guy, like if he's your first receiver, you need uh, definitely need some upside there. So, He's he has like the ability to be a top five receiver. Um, I I agree with you about Mixon. Like he's pretty good, but kind of bland. Even when you watch him, like he doesn't break off any long runs. Like there's nothing really flashy about his game. But I don't know. Like he he was good in college, so we'll see. Um, and then for me, the the Ingram and Edelman picks. I guess we're he's playing the long game, but that's pretty early to be take. Well, one it's it's pretty early to take someone who's suspended, but then to take two guys back to back who you're not going to have till like mid October. Uh, yeah. What do you think about the the suspension strategy? It's dumb as shit. Did he not learn his lesson last year? Stop fucking with these players that are are teetering with suspension or or, or suspended. You you know in this league. I don't think that you can afford to take two players. One, maybe. Two suspended players, you better have just two bona fide studs on your team that I don't really think that that he has. Maybe if, if T.Y. goes off, then I think that'll, that can carry him through. But he's going to need another bona fide stud to to at least get him like three. He's going to need to be three and one. Two and two, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like the two and two going into that. You know? Yeah, especially because Ingram, like, the Ingram, the Edelman pick, I guess I can get. Like, you know, when he's when he's healthy and on the field, he's a good receiver. But Ingram, he had already started running back, running back. So you got your starters in the, in the books there, in the bag. Like, he passed over Royce Freeman, Marshawn Lynch, Deion Lewis, Lamar Miller, Derrick Henry, J.H.I., Rex Burkhead, Rashad Penny, like these are guys who yeah, are actually on auto draft. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're actually like they're I mean they're playing like the first month of the season. So I don't know, bold move. We'll we'll see if it pays off. I guess the thing like with the suspensions, if you're gonna take them, you the idea is like you're taking them at a discount. So if you get them in the seventh or eighth round, then you're like, all right, like these are guys should go higher, but. I'm getting them later because they're suspended. You're you're not getting a discount if you're taking him in the fifth. Like you should. That's exactly you should I, I draft Mark Ingram if he was playing. You should still be. Yeah, you still need starters at that point. So, um, I don't know. Then you got Jordan Reed, who we've all had him on if our team healthy, at some point. Yeah. Yeah. If, if if he's healthy, I like him a lot. I like him a lot. Um, but that's a big if at this point. You know, some people. Are, are over exaggerated when they say they're in- injury prone, but that, that, that's an understatement for Jordan Reed. No, he's like the most injury prone guy ever. Like every single part of his body, it's not like he just keeps bl- like blowing out his knee or something. Like he's got a bad toe, ankle, knee, 
ribs, hips. He's got a concussion problem. Like, yeah, his body looks like I would expect Delaney Walker to feel. You know, like Delaney Walker just has like a, a broken face. I don't know. His body, his body is like Frank Gore's brain at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or like, or like hundred thousand like back in the day. Well, AJ's just now. <laughs> all right, uh, all right. On to number six. So these uh, officially are our top six. Uh, so teams that you know hypothetically are going to be in the playoffs. So number six. Out of the four spot, we got Drama. So he started Le'Veon in the first, uh, or yeah, Le'Veon in the first, Mike Evans second, Mari Cooper third, Zach Ertz fourth, and then uh, Beast Mode in the fifth. What do you think about his team? So, so I had four letters for notes for Drama. L M A O. Um, his, I fucking hate his team, dude. I don't. I I don't like Le'Veon this year. I don't. Hey, what I don't is, like what is that? What does that spell? L M A O. Oh, I thought you said L A M O. I was like Lamo, Lamo. Lamo, laughing my ass off. It seems a fucking joke. I don't like Le'Veon Bell this year. His head's not in. Mental preparation is 90% of the game. He's not ready. He's out there rapping. He's out there drinking Douce. He ain't been in the workouts with AB. He ain't been there. He ain't been in the training room. And I, I hate Mike Evans, okay? Even when he had that good season a couple years ago, he had a ton of drops. I don't think that he's going to get the volume that they're going to get, that, they, that he's going to need to get to allow those drops. He's going to get drops every year. His yeah. hands are made of stone. His hands are made of stone. And, you know, with some other up-and-coming players on that team, I don't, I just don't, I don't, I don't see it for him. I don't. Hello? <laughs> yeah, you there? <laughs> yeah, my bad. I dropped my phone. I got a little hype. It's all good. Uh, I agree with you, though. Like, to your exact point about Mike Evans, like, previously, he was just the only game in town, so they threw him the ball, you know, 150, 200 times a year. And, like, one year, I think he led the league in targets, but now they got Godwins. Um, Humphreys is all right. They got a couple of good tight ends. So, he's going to have to be yeah. more efficient, which, when you lose the league in drops, kind of hard to do. Now, I do like Amari Cooper this year. Um I think that he is going to have a bounce back here. I think that he has the talent. His route running is second to none. It's impeccable. Um, he just—it's it's mental for him. And I think that John Gruden plays a, a big part in you know helping these kids out with their mental game and mental preparation. That's why he was you know always with the quarterback crew, you know, making sure that they knew what they were doing. I think he's going to help Amari Cooper out this year. But overall, that's all that I like for his team is is on paper Le'Veon and Amari. But I don't like I said I don't I don't like Le'Veon this year. Marshawn Lynch? Are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like, no, no. Marshawn Lynch is not going to do it, dude. Randall Cobb is trash. 
Isaiah Crowell is Isaiah Crowell, and Alshon Jeffrey's not playing until November. So, five? His average out was five? I had him ranked at ten. No, so, yeah, I had him ranked at ten. Same as trash. Point blank. Point blank, period. Actually, so I'm looking at it now, and I fucked up. He's supposed to be... <laughs> He's supposed to be eighth, uh, and then Brad and Suggs are technically tied six, T six. So they're six and seven because they have the same score. Oh wow! So, Brad, okay, the so Brad's even higher ranked. That's terrible. Terrible. Uh, but yeah, drama's drama's rankings getting helped up by uh, one particular ranking. That's one uh, first place vote, which I'm, I'm oh sure. You, <laughs> I'm sure. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, like I said, we got to keep it anonymous, but I'm sure you can uh, use your imagination about where that one came from. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So yeah, then to redo those rankings, and we'll we'll write them down. Uh, Suggs and Brad T six. Uh, tied six, and then Drama, eighth, Tron, nine, Dog, ten, Spence, eleven, Bill, twelve. Jesus. All right, so on to uh, on to number five, and all these next couple ones are grouped in pretty close by just like, like a couple decimal points, so uh, the our regular season champ last year from the 12th spot, Belize, Bear Jew himself, he started. Well, with the uh, 2018 NFL Fantasy Football Draft in the books, wanted to break down the roster of uh, Poppy's Angels for you. With the fourth overall pick, the Angels selected Le'Veon Bell, making him the first of Poppy's Angels. Um, first overall pick couldn't, I don't think it could have been better for me. Hopefully he, uh, you know, comes back week one and fucking kills it for the rest of the year, but we'll see if he doesn't. I selected James Conner a little early. Um, I think out of all my picks, that might've been the only one I really reached for, but to secure a RB position for the rest of the season, I thought was a good move. Uh, round two, I grabbed Mike Evans. Uh, it was kind of the unsexy part of the round and, kind of not a lot of like I said not a lot of sexy picks there but obviously I'm looking for the upside the touchdowns and don't forget that last year he was a first round pick although he didn't perform last year I think uh he could be due for a big bounce back and I feel the same way about Amari Cooper who I got in the third round and big believer in the John Gruden offense uh he's he's better than the old ball coach in my opinion I think with uh, my my first two receivers, just the, the amount of upside there is just just unspeakable. Going back in the fourth, I got my elite tight end that I so desired. He doesn't look like me, like the tight end I really wanted does. But um, regardless, he finished in the in the top five last year. So tight ends are pretty annoying to stream. So I'm glad I don't have to do that this year. Keep working down the list. We got Marshawn. That was simply just a. Uh, a grit pick that's uh some good leadership qualities from a running back position 
um, help guide some of the young guys on the Angels and and help elevate their play to make to make them better to, to bring home the big uh, the big Lombardi Trophy. Um, if you look into my bench, I think the wide receiver depth I have is is just probably top notch in the league. D.D. Westbrook, Calvin Ridley, Alan Hearns, and Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey is a wide receiver too when he comes back, so I can plug him in in my flex over Randall Cobb, and then I have. Cobb, Ridley, and Westbrook. Um, I was actually on the board when Marquise Lee got injured, and I got the alert as I had the defense stickers in my hand. And that was a sneaky, sneaky D.D. Westbrook pick I got there. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Uh, Alan Hearns is the Cowboys' number one receiver, so I thought he was worth a flyer. Um, I know Dak's probably the worst quarterback in the NFL, so I'm not sure how much he'll do, but being the wide receiver one there it was it was worth the pick and then uh calvin ridley i think julio jones hopefully sucks again and he gonna eat but regardless he should be reliable wide receiver three or four maybe he'll even go a little above that uh i do think my running back depth is uh is a little lacking so gonna have to figure something out for there at some point this season if anything happens to Marshawn Bell or Connor. But uh, overall, I think uh, Poppy Angels probably had the strongest draft. Um, Notice I didn't talk about quarterbacks because they don't fucking matter. There's still 17 good ones out there. But I got a top five quarterback in the 14th round, which I was pretty happy about with Stafford. So uh, see you in the playoffs. All right, so thought process here. Um, so it really depended on how it felt to me. I wanted, I wanted one of the, I guess, top tier. If Julio, Beckham, any of those guys fell, um, I would have taken two wide receivers with Michael Thomas. Or, uh, but if it was just Michael Thomas and Keenan Allen there, I didn't want to go double receiver. I didn't want to go double running back. So I decided to split. And looking at it, just feels safe to me. Um, but I think my team's built. For a regular season, not exactly playoffs. It's just average. Uh, in terms of picks I liked or didn't like, um, I'm glad Ajayi fell to me. Uh, I think I have a strong running back one and two. And then I think I reached a bit on Burkhead, but I wanted him. And with all those spots in between, I had to had to take him. And then pick I hated would, would be Hyde. I was picking between him and Burton and thought Burton would make his way back. Um, but I like Hyde as beginning of the year as a, uh, as a starting running back. Hopefully he can hold off Chubb, and I think uh, that team likes to, likes to run the ball. So we'll see. Started Melvin Gordon, Michael Thomas, Golden Tate, Tyreek Hill, J.H.I., and Rex Burkhead in the six. What do you think about this team? Yeah, I had Fleazy ranked on tie for tie for third, or would that be tie for yeah tie for third? So I I think that his strengths would be his quarterback if Wentz is healthy. Um, I like Mike Thomas. I like Melvin Gordon, RB one. Uh, I think he has a solid flex. Probably one of the best flex out there. 
and Golden Tate. Uh, his question marks are here. Uh, boom or bust, you already know what you're going to get with that. But question with Patrick Holmes, maybe that boom is a little bit more boom than bust. Um, but his weaknesses are JHI, RB2, or whoever he puts in at the RB2, and, and his tight end, Jack Doyle. So I think he has a very solid team. I had him, like I said, I had him ranked tied for third. Who did I have him tied for third with? I had him tied for third with somebody. I'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, overall solid teams. Um, I, I like his, I like his first two picks with the uh, running back uh, combo of running back and, uh, and receiver. Yeah, I agree. Um, I like, really like the first two picks. Uh, you know, to your to your point on Tyree Kill, like. I, I thought the same. So his first year, he just had all those like splash play touchdowns his rookie year. And then last year, he ended up being a top 10 receiver like once the season was over. So, but I just thought it was kind of like there were some fluke plays where, you know, he goes, goes long, but then he comes out in this last preseason game. And I mean, I know it's preseason, but in the first half, he had eight catches for 80 yards. Like if, if that's the case, obviously not to that extent, but like, if he puts up that type of consistency, like we could all be in trouble if he's got Michael Thomas and then he'll doing that kind of stuff. So um, yeah. definitely, definitely a team to watch. And then, you know, to, to Jack Doyle point, like he's one of those guys that's tied in with Andrew Luck too. So if, uh, if Luck's back to being himself, then, you know, that's, he'll probably end up being like, you know, where top eight tight end, which you got Gronk. You got Ertz and you got Kelsey, and then this is kind of everybody else. So um, it could end up being all right. Um, all right. So next up, uh, number four. So this is actually my vote for number one. Uh, Tim's team. So Ooh. out of the out of the nine spot, he went. DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Devontae Adams, Travis Kelsey, LaShawn McCoy in the fourth, and then Manny Sanders in the fifth. And then, you know, just throw it in. He got, uh, let's see, Deshaun Watson in the sixth. So, uh, what do you think about this team? Yeah, I um, I had his team ranked, bunched up in the uh, – ranked fifth, but – to me, kind of two through five were interchangeable. I I think that he might have been scratching for that number one spot had he not taken Deshaun McCoy, maybe taken Kenyon Drake. Um, but overall, he seems solid. Seems solid. I, I like his I like his receivers: DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, Travis Kelsey, um, and 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 apparently Emmanuel Sanders has a great connection with. And is unguardable from the slot. So if Emmanuel Sanders goes off, he has, you know, three top-tier elite PPR receivers that can carry him to the league. So really high on this team. Um, like I said, I had him ranked fifth. You know, if you get in the playoffs, anything can happen. So Yeah. And Watson, you know, for fantasy and just real football, it, it's got to be the thing. It's definitely the thing I'm most excited about because in that month he played last year was incredible. So if he even gets close to that, just, uh, you know, if you think about fantasy, just being like a one week matchup, 
if having Hopkins and Watson, like those games where if Hopkins catches two touchdowns, like that's just a shit ton of points. That's going to be tough for anybody to beat. So, um, and then he, he's got some, see, and I actually, I like the LaShawn McCoy pick versus Kenny Andre. Cause I mean, McCoy, as long as he doesn't go to jail, like, or get suspended, I mean, he's their entire offense. So they're just going to run him into the ground. I mean, if we're yeah, considering, I, considering it's the fourth round, like, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. I mean, but he's old. Yeah, he's old. But, I mean, he's, old. he's, he's like 12 years younger like, than, Frank, than Frank Gore. Is he? I, think, I thought him and Frank Gore were, like, right around the same age. Nah, I think McCoy's probably, like, 29 or 30, maybe. Hmm. We'll have to check. Um yeah, we'll have to double check that because he was with the Eagles for a while. Uh, the one, his one pick, I, I damn, I didn't even notice he picked Des Bryant, which I guess he he was talking about dropping him today. But I'm not crazy about the the Jags defense, you know, as the first one off the board. Like I get it, they're a good defense, but that's just there's still a lot of good players going in that range, so. Um, when did he take them? When did he take them again? He took them Ten, in the tenth round. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I I like that pick, especially for the number one defense. Like a couple years ago, Seattle, they just hands down score more points, and that's one position that you just don't have to worry about week in and week out. Yeah, and I mean, who are you going to start in the tenth? Yeah, you do have all your stars filled up at that point. It's good. Yeah, and if, if, it's, the, it's the Jag. So, like, that was the one defense that I would have taken in the 10th. I was actually going to take that. But, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, on to number three. Uh, this one, pretty pretty consensus. Actually, it looks like – no, this, was, this is the team I was the lowest on, personally, of the high-ranked teams. Um, so, I actually have – this one ranked 10th, but Nash is number three. Um, so were low on his team? Yeah. He's, oh, wow. From the eighth spot, he's got Odell Odell first, Dalvin Cook second, uh, Landry third, and Kenyon Drake fourth, and then Jimmy Graham fifth. Sounds like you like yeah. it, so what, what do you think? Yeah, I had him ranked number one. Um and I tried to hate on this team very hard, tried to overanalyze this shit, but, bruh, Odell is going to eat. I don't understand, like, what the offness towards Odell is. I don't understand why he was, well, people, why, why some experts had him fall into the second round. Odell is going to eat this year. Um and Dalvin Cook is, is, is a very good running back. I kept trying to talk it out like he was going to be like a Todd Gurley, that he just had a great coach, a great a great system, and they were being used right, but he's going to fall back down to earth this year. But I don't, I don't think so with Dalvin Cook. He was, he was solid at Florida State. Um, uh, he was solid his first couple games last year until he got hurt. And I think an ACL injury is easy to come back from, and especially your first one when you're that young. Jarvis Landry is PPR monster. Kenyon Drake, he hasn't proven himself to be, you know, a, a top-tier running back, but he's shown flashes. And if they have somebody that can get him the ball, 
he's a solid running back. Um, Jimmy Graham, you know, I love me some Packers. Andrew Luck is, is, is questionable as far as coming back from injury. So his starters are, are just stacked, bro. Like, I, I, I can't say nothing bad about him. Yeah. Well, I mean, was in the flex. I could be too low on it, looking at it some more. I mean, he's got – I do like the Chris Carson pick as well. Uh, I guess – I don't know. Can, it, maybe it's the two running backs that, I guess, uh, scare me a little bit. Like Dalvin Cook, like you said, with the injury, um, who knows, like, how long it'll take him to get back up to speed. I mean, if he does go back to himself, then, yeah, that's awesome. Um, Kenyon Drake had, I think, two or three good games. And then the fact that they draft their running back and sign Frank Gore just seems seems strange. Um, oh, so, well. yeah, That's I don't know true. about that. And then Jimmy Graham, I, Jimmy Graham's awesome, obviously. And and but I feel like throughout Aaron Rodgers' career, and I, you'd probably know this better as a Packers fan, but like, does he ever really throw to the tight end? Like, I feel like he's more of a receiver guy. I think Jeremiah Finley really scarred him mentally. Um, he just dropped so many passes. If you if you if you think back to him, that was the only good receiver or good tight end that was on our roster under Aaron Rodgers. I think before that maybe it was Bubba Franks, and maybe he played a year with Aaron Rodgers, but not too long. So as far as talent wise, we've never really had like the talent that could go along with you know catching the ball. So. I think that he'll eat with Jimmy Graham. Yeah, and then it, he's yeah, he's got a great kicker. He's got Greg DeLeg, uh in the Vikings defense. So maybe I should move him up. Might have to might have to rethink this one. But he took a kicker very early. Um, but I think guys are underrating. There's a lot of games that have won by two, three points, and with us losing points now. With the kicker, I think that, you know, a little bit more weight should be put on the kicker position instead of, you know, always in the last round. Yeah, so what is that new rule? Let's, we, we're losing points if they miss kicks? Yeah, so three points, they lose three points if they miss a chip shot. Essentially, an extra, an extra point or something that's in between zero and 20 yards, they lose three points. Between, I want to say 20 to 30, they lose two points. 30 to 40, they lose one point. And anything, anything more than that, they're, they're, they're free to miss. 40, 40 plus, they're free to miss. Which I think is extremely acceptable. You know, these are fucking NFL kickers. I don't think we should have NFL kickers in fantasy. I don't think we should have kickers or defenses. But since we do, I like the, I like the rule change to, you know, put a little bit more pressure on us. Oh, so you're a no-kicker guy. All right. What, uh, what do you think about the new – the no scoring or basically that so now defenses are only getting points for turnovers and sacks and touchdowns my uh i tried to propose it to my black league and they didn't like it uh but i do like it because it gives points to a shutout i think i think that's the, the 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 rule um and yeah this is not what i'm playing for defense Defenses shouldn't really have an effect on the offense as much or, or an effect on the game as much as it does. I, I, don't, I don't like that it does, especially because it's just be like, it'd be bullshit. It, it's, it's really no strategy to, to the defense and kickers. 
shit can happen for for no reason other than other than the top tier defenses, Jacksonville. They're the only ones that you can predict as far as what they're going to do. So it's no reason that somebody picks up the Saints one week and wins a game because they scored thirty points. That's the, that's just there's no strategy to that. No, you know what I mean? Like if 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 somebody just has a shit game, I don't know. I don't know. I'm rambling. Yeah, that no. I mean that's a good point, especially like. The, I'm okay with the touchdowns. Like, you know, if they run two kicks back, like, that's kind of a fluke. So that's I'm cool with them getting points for that. It's It stacks up when, like, then you're playing that team and then your defense lets up 35 points, which in today's NFL is not that common. But now, all of a sudden, you have negative – you have a spot with negative four points. So that becomes, like, like a 20-point swing just for your defenses. That's why I'm happy we got rid of the, the points part. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, so let's let's Nash hit three. Or was that hit three? Yeah, that's three. So on to the top two. Uh so this next one I was the lowest on of everyone. And that is myself. So I drafted out of the third spot. Uh started with Antonio Brown, uh then Doug Baldwin in the second, Diggs in the third, Alex Collins fourth, and then Royce Freeman in the fifth. So to kind of break down, break this down for you. I knew knew I wanted Antonio Brown. Um, just he's he's like a Hall of Fame receiver, probably the best receiver we've seen since Randy Moss, and yeah, I think you just have to take him. Like you're, we're still in his prime. Until he shows us he's not good, like he should still be coming off the board early every year. Um, Baldwin, the, I actually, I actually didn't like any of the second round options. Um, I took Baldwin because I thought Suggs would take Hilton since he had started with a running back, and then I was between. I can't can't decide between Thielen and Diggs because it's looking like Thielen's going to be the guy playing out of the slot, which is probably who you want. So I took Baldwin, hoping one of them would take Thielen so I could take Diggs, just so it's more of a picking with my heart than my head. And then Alex Collins, I think I, I'm pretty excited. I think I got uh, like a steal right there. It's looking like he's going to start for the Ravens. I think their team's going to be better. He had almost 1,000 yards last year just in, like, the second half of the season. I think it was, like, 960. He's the reason so, I made it into the playoffs and, and, and got off my schnoz because I picked yeah. him up. He, he, so, he, I like the way he hits the corner. Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens there. Uh, Royce Freeman, I don't know, man. He, he looks really good. The fact that they're saying he's going to play tomorrow night, like, in the last preseason game and they're going to keep Devontae Booker out of it. So I don't know if the coach is just fucking with everybody, but that seems insane to me to to have a guy playing who's averaging – he's averaging like 5.7 yards a carry in the preseason. Um, yeah, I don't know. The the Baldwin injury scares me a little bit. Uh, Trey Burton was kind of a gamble. You know, I would have taken Gronk uh, had you not taken him. So love the Gronk pick by you, but – at that point, if I couldn't get him, then I was like, all right, I'm just going to wait until, you know, that, that group up towards the bottom of, like, Kyle Rudolph and Joku, Burton, Ingram, like those guys. Just wait till they come up. 
But I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. Um, like I said, I took Gronk because I didn't want anybody else that was going in a second. Um, I had you ranked. Where do? Where are you? Um, you're old lightning. I had you ranked tied for six. So on the cusp of the playoffs, you can probably easily in last. Here's why. Uh, yeah, I agree. I'm actually. This is. I'm not that excited about my team. Uh, it's just for some reason it looks ugly to me. Antonio Brown. While I love Antonio Brown, I, I'd fight for him being number one overall every year as well. I think that maybe to, I, I I think that if he goes down, you're fucked, and he's not. Okay, okay, let me, let me put this back. He's not that player that can account for bowling shortcomings this year and if Diggs doesn't go off. Before, like, that would be good, you know, because he was going to go for 40 a game. I just don't think that at this age, he's a little bit older and he had a pretty serious injury last year. I don't think that I – don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see him being a top three pick this year. Maybe top ten. I see him being a top ten pick, but not top three. Um, Baldwin, that Baldwin news is, is bad for you. I like yeah, Alex that's Collins. That's real. I bad. don't don't really know how I feel about Royce Freeman. Um, and then then Cooper Cup and Jamal Williams. I'm not very high on your team at all. Like I said, it's it's between that that six range, but a few a few off days here and there. Then you, your team is fucking, that, and that's the thing. Like, let's say, like, your team all in all has a good year. You can have those years. You can have that type of year where, because the way your team is set up, there's no real superstars on there. So I feel like a bad week could just send you on a slide down to the last spot, and yeah. we'll be laughing at you wearing that small ass pink shirt next year. And yeah, for sure, it's like. It has, and this is typically how I try to draft, but like it has first or last written all over it, which over the last three years is pretty, is, is how it can go. So I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm hoping Jamal Williams, like, kill. he should be good at least the first two games, and then we'll try to figure it out from there. But um, what do you think is going on with the Green Bay running back situation? I, I... I think I think we've seen the blueprint with the Saints. You know, if you have a scat back that can get in there and catch the ball here and there, and somebody that can run better, because I don't Ty, Ty Montgomery's not a running back. So as long as who, who's what's the one that's suspended? Aaron Jones is suspended. Jamal Williams is is the workhorse. I think he's going to be the one that's running in between the tackles. And they're going to throw the ball. The PPR guy is going to be Ty Montgomery until Aaron Jones comes back. And I don't know. Yeah, and Aaron Jones actually looked better at times last year. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Um, like I said, I'm definitely I'm a, little, I'm a little bit lower than the the consensus, the number two overall. So, um, all right, but hey, on to the one. Uh, not going to lie, this one surprised me a little bit. Uh, AJ, the comeback kid. 
thought process for Das Boot in my first two rounds. <clears throat> I knew I wanted a good, a good number one running back, obviously, in the first. Um, and in the second, I was looking to get a good receiver in the second, but I didn't think that the value was there. So with Fournette being there, I had to take him. And then um, the one pick that I'm not as thrilled about, but I don't really know yet, is uh, the Josh Gordon pick in the third round, which is a big risk. Um, but if it plays out and he has his mind right and plays 16 games, I think he could be great. But if it doesn't, then it's you know something I'll regret because I had some other people that I was interested in the third round, but I kind of flinched a little bit on that pick. But one pick that I think could turn out to be a little bit of a diamond in the rough, hopefully, is Mike Williams later in the, the deeper rounds. You know, he could get some pretty good targets there in San Diego, but we'll see. From the seventh spot, he had started with Alvin Kamara, then Fournette, uh, Josh Gordon in the third, Chris Hogan in the fourth, Brady in the fifth. Uh, I guess since he's number one, we'll go a little bit deeper. Brady in the fifth, Greg Olson sixth, Will Fuller seventh. Yeah, he has a, he has a good team on paper. I'm ranked at the three four range. I can't deny Kamara's talent. Um, but the stat of him last year and the efficiency that he had, seven yards per touch. Is that is that I'm I'm am I accurate on that? Seven yards per touch? Yeah, that sounds about right. So that was the most in league history by far. Yeah. So even if he ups his volume for the amount of touches He's not going to keep that average per touch up, and I don't see him having the amount of touchdowns that he had last year. So to even get close to what he got last year, I think it's a, a very tall task for him to do. Fournette, I think, is a, is a bell cow, but I expect him to get injured here and there. But as far as running backs, I think that one-two punch, he's definitely got the, the, best, the best running backs. Josh Gordon? Chris Hogan, are they the real deal? Is Chris Hogan the real deal? I had him on my team last year, and while he did have good games, look at the numbers from those games. Look how many touchdowns he had each game, and then look at the amount of catches. So, like, I feel like on a week-to-week basis, if he plays every week and he doesn't get injured, I just don't really see him having that skill set to just do that every week. Could be wrong. A lot of experts are high on him, but then I'm reading a lot of articles saying he could be the bust of the year. And Josh Gordon, we've only seen one good year out of him. We really have. It was a hell of a good year, but... It was also five years ago. Yeah, it was, it was a very long time ago. So, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it looks good on paper, Josh Gordon, as this Chris Hogan. But I don't know. I, I really didn't. I had to pick up Chris Hogan last year because of, you know, situations that my team let me down in. But I don't know. I don't know. It's just something about him. Maybe it's because he's white. Sorry. I'm, so I'm not high on this team at all. I had them ranked outside of the top six. 
just the how they ended up with the the number one ranking. So other than me, they were ranked here. He was ranked third, fourth, fourth, and first. Um, so everybody seems to think he's top four team, I guess. And it's it's because of the running backs. But here's my thing: I don't think either of them are very good. Like, or they're they're good for football, but not great for fantasy. Like everything you said about Kamara, spot on. Ingram is coming back. Uh, until then, they're also using Jonathan Williams. Like, I think it makes sense from a football point of view, especially with as the Saints are like Super Bowl contenders. They sh- he shouldn't get more than 15 touches a game just because he's smaller and you want him fresh and healthy. And then Leonard Fournette, this is, this is going to be my bold prediction for the year. One, he's not good at football. And two, Alex Collins will outscore him this year. I'll wow. put money down on it. He's the the problem is the Jags are better when he's not on the field. Like they they've got some good receivers. Like they they have the good defense. Like just sling it around a little bit. You got T.J. Yeldon who can who can play. Uh, they have that younger guy Corey Grant who can both catch the ball and run the ball. Like once Fournette comes in, you're telling the defense exactly what you're going to do. Like you, they're going to run it. Uh, I agree with everything you said about Josh Gordon. Um, he's I, like, I think everybody wants to see him do well and he's awesome like physically, but third round's pretty early for a guy who we don't really know. Like we don't know if he's going to play the Browns do dumb things. Like they're a bad franchise. So it wouldn't be that surprising if they had their best player not playing just because they're weird. Like, they're essentially punishing him for seeking mental health precautions and trying to make his life better. Like that's the most brown things you could ever do. They're like, they're punishing him for making his life better. Uh, Chris Hogan. Get your life together. <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, stay here. Suffer through it. Uh, Chris Hogan. Yeah. I mean, uh, I agree with everything you said. Like he's, he seems like a touchdown dependent guy. He's also Chris Hogan's like, He's sneaky old. Like, I want to say he's 28. Um, so, like a Brian Whedon, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he played lacrosse for a while and then, like, probably went to college, like, twice. He's one of those guys who, like, went pro in one sport and then went back to college to play another sport. Yeah, uh, he looks like that type of guy. Like, he yeah. looks like a creep, too. Like, the creep on the freshman. Was he involved in that Duke rape scandal? <laughs> probably. Uh Tom Brady, I mean, look, we all know it. He's a system quarterback. They're just, they're just rolling him out there at this point. Uh, uh, I'm excited for the Will Fuller pick. Uh, but, yeah, Greg Olson at this point is just kind of not that exciting. So, don't get me wrong, not a bad team by any means, but that's that's why I don't think they're number one. Yeah, yeah everybody has an opinion. It's crazy how – why our our picks come in, or, or how how different our our views on it are, because we all have the same, like you know what I mean. Like we're all looking at the same teams, but until the season starts, I, I I think I think it's all just just an opinion, man. Just an opinion. Yep, I had a tough time ranking. I will say we're getting better as a league. Like I think everyone's team, like we're all making smarter decisions collectively. Um, 
But to your point about the the wide rankings, uh, someone had Bill ranked second, but then a couple people had him ranked last. So there's a lot of different opinions in this league. So we'll, we'll was, see what was, happens. No, was, the, the, was him being ranked second, was that serious? Yeah. It was serious. Wow. 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 All right. But uh, that's all I got. Well, uh, next week we'll jump into the matchups. Okay. Did you uh... – 